Welcome to Saturday Strategy, the business show for the small and mighty. This is your host, Johnny Themans. Hi, welcome, and thanks for joining us for this edition of Saturday Strategy, the original podcast for business owners who want to cut the crap and get the answers. I'm Johnny, I'm your host, and as normal, we've got lots of information in this episode, which you will be able to find the links to in the show notes. So remember, if you're driving or getting on with other stuff, you'll always be able to just look it up there later on. Today, we've got a voice coach on from amazing, uh, amazing pedigree and helping and working with business owners in the county and helping us to get our message across uh, more effectively. This is classical type of training sort of, that many of us will have had at different times in our career, but actually it's applying it to this new environment, uh, which which is a challenge for all of us. So please do listen on because there's tips here that we can all pick up on. So one of the things we have as business owners is, is a challenge to communicate with our, with our customers, with our suppliers, with our, with our teams. And getting effective communication, particularly through the spoken word, um, isn't always just about what we're saying. It's also about how it's said, and, and, and it isn't necessarily about the content of what we're speaking. It's about how we're heard, and that's really down to the skill of how it's presented and delivered. Um, it's a really difficult thing, and they, they, a lot of people will describe presenting or speaking in public or even just standing up and doing a pitch in a, in a one-to-one or a one-to-two type scenario as the most terrifying experience they can possibly um, have in their life because it's not something that we're typically equipped with um, as we grow up and, and move through life. Some of us are better at it than others. So um, what I've got today is, is a great uh, local asset called Emma Alston. Emma's based in um, Church Stretton here in South Shropshire, and she works with a wide variety of clients, in local councils, local business owners um, in the area. Emma's background is is classical, so she's trained from uh, from the Royal Central School of Speech and Drama um, in London, which for those people that know it is is kind of right up there um, and highly prestigious. And now she 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 provides the things and the lessons that she's learned about how to speak and how to get your message across to to us here in in Shropshire. And you know the pandemic's changed things. We're all now presenting. Um, we're all doing live video. If if you're if you're on a Skype meeting, that's live video, and uh, and that's 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 what that is a Skype meeting, a Zoom meeting, Microsoft Teams, whatever platform you're on, that's what we're doing. And uh, Emma's developed programs to aid us with some of those new challenges and uh, and the, the things that they present for us. So um, Emma, welcome to Saturday Strategy. I think you've probably heard what I was talking about there. Um, great background, Emma. Tell us a little bit about uh, about the sort of lessons you learned. Uh, as you were coming through Central and how 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 you've used that in your life and, and kind of what's brought you to this point right now. Hi, Johnny. Well, firstly, thanks ever so much for having me here. I've really been excited about this, but it's nice to finally and see you indeed have these years. So the voice, the voice, our voices. It's interesting what you've said. You know, most people, when asked what they fear most, they say death. And then secondly, speaking in public. It is like 75% of the world's population, I think is the statistic, have a massive fear of public speaking. And in fact, the, the ancient Greeks had a word for this. It's called, what was called glossophobia. Glossa being the tongue 
the phobia being the fear. And it's, it's, I don't think really anybody or very few people when asked say that they actually like the sound of their own voice. And our voices are, are, are as unique as the DNA in our fingertips. So it's all very, very different. And I think for me, what fascinates me is that people spend an inordinate amount of time and energy and often money on their outward appearance. They might go to the hairdressers or they might you know, buy some very beautiful clothes and all those things. But very seldomly do they actually invest in taking the time and effort to how they come across vocally. And it's very, very impactful. And especially now more than ever, because you know, in light of the pandemic, we're not meeting people in the room anymore. So we're not reading all of those those body language cues that we would normally be doing. So it's it's very interesting that we, we now it's 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 people are feeling very I think um, uncertain is a prevailing uncertainty. And if we are doing all of our business via Zoom, now it's so important to create that best first impression. And I'm, I'm come, I will come back talking about Central because you've asked me about my, my training. But I think what business people, not just in Drops, are in sort of worldwide need to think about is how everybody's coming across. Because, you know, we used to be able to meet in the corridor. We used to be able to be in person, you know, get our suit on, walk the walk, talk the talk. And that sort of galvanization, it doesn't happen. We're all now being hurled into this different scenario. I know. And I think often in these things, it's hard to develop rapport as well, isn't it? In, in these in these spontaneous relationships online. Very much so, Donnie. It's it's a two dimensional communication. And one of the things that I was amazed at, I've been doing quite a lot of work with Dropshire Council just and prior to the pandemic on present presentation skills. And what, what struck me initially, having just worked in the last few months with a range of people, is this disparity with people. They might be sort of very badly lit. The camera's at the wrong angle. They're not framed. They're slouching. They're, they're, and there's a lot of apathy because people are doing these Zoom meetings back to back. It's very exhausting. So you've then, of course, got Zoom fatigue that, you know, is, is a massive issue for a lot of people who are working all the time so the sort of input that oh I'd like to give the, the content that I've created really looks at how we can prepare ourselves not just not just in the meetings but prior as well all those sort of things to give a confident impactful communication and a lot of people are still very frightened about the zoom thing they feel extremely self-conscious Mm-hmm. So one of the things that I suggested is them actually use a post-it note to cover up their own image. And they actually, you know, do we actually need all of this Zoom? Maybe a phone call will suffice. And of course, we're not even, you know, phoning people anymore. You'll remember the days, Donnie, when you were young, you had to phone a friend to arrange a meeting. You I know, do. we didn't have mobile phones. I and, do. you know, the young people now, they're completely device-led. And it just worry me that people aren't talking enough. Yeah, I can guarantee you nobody under the age of 25 answers their phone. If they see a phone call coming in, they just ignore it. Unless unless it's a, num- a name they recognise. If it's a number they don't recognise, they do not answer it. It's it's uh, it's kind of worrying as well, because if we don't use our voice, our voices are like musical instruments. They need to be practised. And I say to everybody when they say, well, what could I do? I say, well, you should start by singing in the shower every day. We should sing in the shower. It's a joyful way to start the day anyway. But that, that all that, you know, nice relaxation of the vocal cords. 
I, I like everybody listening here, has a fantastic shower voice. It's uh, <laughs> at least I think. At least I think it is. Anyway, <laughs> I can't so, wait for that album to come out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're ne- that's never get. That's never coming out. So, so um, if, if so, we, we when we were talking before, you said you've got three sort of key themes or key areas that you're working on to try and help people. But why don't you sort of maybe try and sort of talk us through through those one at a time, Emma, and we can we can maybe unpack yes, them as so- we go along. Sure. Well, I'm working in predominantly now, obviously, virtually with everybody. So I'm looking at ways in which we use our bodies and just to give the best possible digital meeting. So my workshop that I do and the work that I do with clients, it's, it's, it's pretty unorthodox in a sense that, you know, I get everybody on their feet because, uh, you know, our voices, it's not just about this portion of our head and this top bit. And the embodied voice is somebody who's connecting with their with their body. And always it's fascinating if I see somebody and actually if I don't even see somebody and I hear their voice, I can very often sort of ascertain where they're holding the tensions and invariably it's neck and chest. There's just such incredible kind of built up habits that we've we've all done over our lives. And if we actually just well breathe, that's one of the fundamental problems, mm. is we're not breathing. If people breathe more, and of course, collectively, if you think about it, this is an airborne pandemic. One has to wonder whether the whole nation has been holding their breath for nine months and all of the impacts of this. So there's lots of sort of small sort of physical things and small changes that we can do that would really help us to give a better vocal delivery. And so my work focuses on feeling grounded and feeling connected. So one of my little exercises, but let's do this together now, if you like. Okay, okay. It's called FOFBOC, okay? F-O-F-B-O-C, an acronym, FOFBOC. So feet on floor, bum on chair. So I'd like you just to put your feet hip width apart and no cross legs or anything like that. That's all mm-hmm. creating tension. Okay. The enemy of the voice, Johnny. Okay. <laughs> so just get a relaxed feeling with your knees and then just put your sort of sitting bones as far back and as sort of really kind of center yourself and get into the chair properly there. Now, yep. you know, for the listeners who can't see this, I can see you on the screen that you've grown two inches. Look yeah. at that, beautiful. And so if you actually just breathe in and engage, so our diaphragm is our very large sort of jellyfish shaped muscle, it's the second largest muscle in our body if you try to engage that by thinking of a lower breath so don't just breathe from here we tend to breathe from our shoulders and our neck think about in your mind's eye the breath coming from deep within like a belly breath yeah and when you actually breathe from there you suddenly have lots more air that's going to give you lots more vocal power your spine is aligned okay and also i'd imagine you to have like i often talk about the golden thread, the invisible golden thread that sort of holds us on the top of our heads just to give us a nice feeling of uplift. You, know, you don't want well, to get any so I'm elongating my neck, is so, yeah. Elongating, but be careful with that, more so just because you don't want any tension, and that's a big tension area right there. So Sorry, just, can I just interrupt? I, I hope if you're listening in this, you're playing along as well. It's not just me doing it. I, you know, you, you, you can't just be a passive listener. You've actually got to. Play, play, play along with Emma. I think this is called. I'm doing it, so you should too. Anyway, carry on, Emma. That's uh, that's that's good. I think that I think yeah. Let's not get confused with that other website there, Johnny. <laughs> play along with Emma. <laughs> but it's a family show. So let's sit here now and let's just 
put our chin down and roll our head. Just give a nice circular roll gently around. Okay, so you've definitely got some tension in your neck. I can I can see it from here. And although you do have a very relaxed vocal delivery, you're used to doing this sort of thing anyway. But a lot of people aren't used to speaking and they're sitting at their desks all day. They're hunched over. And all of this sort of, this, you know, the physiological impact of us all working from home now in front of computers, I think we're all going to be end up on all fours in a, in a couple of, you know, decades. Literally, it's very frightening. Very interesting. We've got a, we've got a podcast coming up in the next few weeks with uh, with a lady called um, Anna Hayes. She's a she's a she's a doctor of um, she's a PhD in in everything skeletal basically, and uh, she's she's predicting a bit of a crisis because actually employers we spent so much time arranging and perfecting the workspace with our offices and stuff, and now we've got people working from home and. It seems to employers, we've just thrown that out of the window and we're happy to have people sort of balancing trays on their knees, sitting on a bed all day and things like this to try and work. And, you know, from a from a from a really sort of employee welfare perspective, it's really not very good, you know. So so uh, we'll, we'll it's, it's nice segue into that in a couple of weeks time in a few weeks time. So, yeah. Yes, very much. I've, I've already um, had a conversation with Anna about the very same thing because she's very unique in her training and, and they very much lend themselves to that sort of practice, I think. Also, we shouldn't be having meetings that last more than 45 minutes. It should just be a, literally a rule. And then I always you know, advise people to you know, actually get up, move around. Even better, if you can get some fresh air in between meetings and people aren't doing it. And we're literally, it's not become working from home. It's like, it's like living at work. And there's, it's, 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 it's worrying times, worrying times. But I am extremely keen to get the work that I do to as many people as possible, mm. age, ability, whatever. I work also, Johnny, uh, for London Academy of Music and Dramatic Art, and I'm an examiner for them. And okay. I have a wonderful... Lam- Lambda? Yes, that's correct, mm. yeah. So I feel extremely privileged to be going to help and work with so many young people to really help them gain confidence and, you know, to be able to get a young person to articulate passion would be that it's rare and I think that's something that it's kind of probably being a little like just not being done in the mainstream education Mm. it would be great to get that going yeah so anyway let's get back to me then so I've got myself and 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 you're the listener yeah so so, so I'm there with my with my with my stiff neck feeling a little bit looser and my thread pulling my hair up a little bit my head up a little bit so uh, (laughs) so what next well, also what is also an idea of mental projection of what you actually want to say in that. And I have a little mantra, Johnny, which is think, breathe, speak. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people say, one thing I don't like when I speak is I say, um, uh, um, it's these fillers. A lot of people ask me how to, how they can lessen those. And I say to them, if you were reading, for example, so if you were reading a piece of text in front of you to take a piece of, you know, from a newspaper, and where there is a piece of, say, a comma or a punctuation or a full stop, imagine if you had a highlighter pen and you marked that. When you see that pause, which should be a natural pause within your speaking process, what I'd like you to do is close your mouth and breathe in through your nose and then continue speaking. Now, by doing this, you will be able to 
stop those fillers, which can get quite tedious sometimes when you're listening to people. And we all do it. It's yeah. incredibly habitual. So next time somebody says something, because also by giving that, and we've talked about engaging that diaphragm, that large muscle, by doing that, we're breathing in properly. And we're giving ourselves much more power to any then sustain that sentence for longer and sort of more, it'll have more impact. So if you imagine now speaking something, I would like you to pretend, I'd like you to do this, please. So pick up something off your desk, whether it's a pamphlet or a leaflet or anything like that. And where you would normally, there's a full stop, it sounds very odd to begin with and it's, it's hard to get used to. But if, for example, you were presenting something or indeed if you were having a job interview, which is a, um, running some workshops as well with um, Julia Hughes and Ludlow, hopefully, in the new year, just to train people now to really come across their best self on Zoom. And these sort of little tips and tricks will help both. Instead of mm, next time, I mean, I don't think you have the problem of saying, um, and, uh, so you're not a very, you're not, a, you know, you're not my ideal candidate to get my teeth in because you've already. I do actually, do. I do. What I happens, <laughs> what happens to me is I, is I, is I, is I, 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 I think about, um, and, and I, and I do this stumble, stumble, um, thing before I get started. Cause I, I know, cause I think my man, my mind moves a bit quicker than my mouth. So, uh, so I, I kind of, I, I've kind of, Sorry, my mouth moves a bit quicker than my mind. I meant, and uh, what that means is, I I, I start talking, then I'm I'm, I'm 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 and then I do get into the flow of it, and and I I agree with you. Perhaps the ums and the ahs do disappear a little bit, but at the beginning, I I do it all the time, and I stumble over myself leading into the sort of start of what I want to say. So the mantra "think, breathe, speak." You should have that on a post-it note. On yeah, the, on the I, I do like and it. It interestingly, Johnny, that's. A speech impediment is the reason, believe it or not, of why I do what I do because I had an incredibly pronounced stammer as a child. People find this quite hard to believe, certainly students. When I was sort of very young, I hit how were you that bad? And I, I'm not exaggerating. So, by having speech therapy, as a child, and then again in my 20s, I had an unfortunate brain injury and I had to again learn how to speak. And to cut a long story short, twice in my life I've had to have speech therapy. And it's just a lovely kind of cycle now that I'm back giving and helping people improve their vocal confidence. That's fantastic. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Good. So, so that's that's the, the voice in our relationship with them. What about... Um, um, Digital meetings. You were saying, you know, about the work you do about having having better digital meetings. Talk us about some of the some of the tips and things that you've got going on with that. We've got a, yes. just a couple of minutes left, and we'll yes, we'll, certainly. So it's really just all about how to communicate effectively and how to make sure that all the digital meetings are successful. So and also that there's a, a sort of a level of professionalism, hmm. so that you're lit right. And this isn't actually anything to do with the voice. Even before that, you're in the best place so I give a lot of kind of productive feedback to people about where they're sitting and how they're sitting and the light and the sound because even now we're anyway, nine months into this pandemic but some of the levels of people of camera you I'm sure you've seen it yourself yeah. it's, it's a little it's it's interesting that disparity so we also look at sort of etiquette because how you're communicating digitally is different because you're not in the room you know in the room 
we wouldn't, for example, look at our phones or do those things. People are acting very differently. And I think it's all about preparing and being very clear in advance of the meeting. So, for example, one thing that I, I find is that some people are quite frustrated because they have a team meeting and six of the people are online and six of the people choose not to turn their camera on. And they're supposed to be having a very kind of team building experience. And there is this, this it's very, very disconcerting to people when they can't see them. So if you were, have, for example, having a meeting, the, ex, the expectation is this is the meeting. It will last this long. This is what we've achieved. We expect you to have your cameras on. But then for every one, for perhaps every one meeting that you have, you could have two meetings without camera just to kind of make that balance. But there's all, you know, all those sorts of things that people don't realise. And we're really, I think it's not going away the way that we're, a lot of people won't be going back into the, their actual physical office work, you know. So I think moving forward, all of these techniques, and it's to do with grounding and breathing and presenting, then they're, they're not going to be diminished. So I'm looking at ways that can make it successful for everybody. And, you know, you don't need to have a big, big budget to do this thing it's just as I mentioned before I'm doing some workshops in January for the um the just said um then did you hear it Johnny <laughs> I said it too I am human and um Anna Sadler and Emma Chapman have been fantastic and they're the March's Growth Hub Shropshire so I'm doing four workshops in January starting on a Monday the 11th it is and so four hour workshops that cover lots of content and it's not going to be boring sitting there taking notes. I'm going to have people on their, on their feet and doing some exercises, doing some fun vocal stuff. And I would hopefully might, might see you there. Yeah, why not? So why if not? you are free, that would be great. Okay, we'll help promote that for you as well. I think, uh, I think just a, a double shout out there. I think the work Emma and Anna do is, is terrific. And, uh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, they, yeah brilliant. And, and you, you know, your Friday meetings. They're awesome. They're great. The Friday Zoom room. It's fun, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I've met so many people. There's so many interesting people in just a small geographical area that I wouldn't normally be meeting. So it's a really, really, yeah, yeah great little hour. Oh, thank you, Anna. Thank Very you. uplifting. Thank you, Anna. So um, we are pretty much just at the, you know, we're kind of at the, at the close out here. Um, and we'll, we, how do people find you, um, Emma? How do, how do people sort of track you down and, and get some help? Yeah, so I have a website, obviously. I'm LinkedIn. It's emmaalstonvoice.com. LinkedIn is really good. And I just discovered that you can leave voice messages. Did you know that you can leave voice messages? And I noticed you haven't left me one yet, Johnny, but I've left you several. And so let's, this is what I'm encouraging people to do is use their voices. But so yeah, how, do we, I, how do we find the voice message service on LinkedIn? Is that in the messaging? Yeah, box? if you go onto your normal message box. Mm hmm and you look there, there's a little microphone button there. So ah. you're typing in, you do the voice. Brilliant. I'm going to do, yeah, that, you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that later today. And then it gives you the option to cancel it or send it. Mm. The odd little quirk is that it doesn't allow you for some reason to re-listen to that on the phone. You have to listen to it on a PC or a different device that's bigger. But I'm thinking this is the way forward. And I wish people would... Just pick up the phone instead of yeah. sending an email because, you know, if we're not careful, we're going to be diminished vocally. And that's the last thing that we yeah. want for yeah. all of us. Yeah. Well, I think the old sci-fi thing of video phone is actually come to reality now. And this is this is this is the new phone call, I think, and having a face to face conversation. And I was quite 
um, chuffed really that you've you've come up with the. It isn't just about the speech; it's also about the presentation. You know, being slouched out on your sofa in a scruffy t-shirt is no way to make a sales presentation. If you're a, you know, if you're a, if you're an accountant or an insurance broker, you know, but you see people do this sort of stuff. Yeah, and the actually the the etiquette of professionalism, and I think a lot of businesses keep need to keep those standards and adhere to it collectively. Definitely. Emma, it's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you very much. We'll make sure we put all of the contacts in the in the show notes, and we'll also um, get some promotion for your workshops in January as well, um, sent out as well, because because uh, they'll be excellent as well. I presume they're free to attend, are they, for people if they're? They are, yes. So Brilliant. no brainer, and um, hopefully, but they might also. A lady asked me this morning in your room whether the content was being recorded for people to access if they are not able to attend. So I'm going to ask Anna and Emma Chapman about that, hopefully. Mm. That's a really nice idea. So, again, get the message out to as many people as possible. But thank you so much, Johnny. I've so enjoyed our chat. Okay, thank you, Emma. <laughs> it's great. We'll do it again. Thank you. So that's it for this edition of Saturday Strategy. Um, you've done it. You've stuck with us to the end. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you, Emma, for sharing that wisdom. I am sitting up straight in my chair as I speak. If you've got any feedback, you can contact me on WhatsApp using 07977 437 360. And that's my personal mobile number. So uh, let's, let's have a chat. Uh, thanks again. Until next time. And remember, if you enjoyed this and you want to hear more, hit that subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts. Mm-hmm.